Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. This episode is brought to you by AARP. 16 years from today, Greg Gerstner will finally land the perfect cannonball. Epic Splash. Unsuspecting Friends. A work of art only possible because Greg is already meeting all these same people at AARP volunteer and community events that keep him active and involved and help make sure his happiness lives as long as he does. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org local. Hello, welcome to the Monday Scramble podcast. Lisa Cornwell, Jay Coffin, Will Gray. I guess uh, big news, breaking news. Davis Love III has made his picks. Neither Start of us there. are. On <laughs> Sadly, yeah. I did not get the you call. Didn't make it? I did not get the call from Davis. You're Long. not going to Eastlake. Uh, I'm also not going to Eastlake, so I don't know that I have a really good go. shot at this last pick either. Well, but, Will's out. Um, you know. <laughs> thoughts on these I'm picks? I'm going to the Ryder <laughs> Cup. I'm not going to Eastlake. I am going to the Ryder Cup, but I don't think my uh, my 16 handicap is, is going to do anything. I'm 16 anything. these days. Yeah, down. That's yeah. exactly right. <laughs> Peaking just in time. Scrambling, we'd do okay. <laughs> thoughts on the picks? Uh, predictable. Um, I. <clears throat> Look, I don't. I don't like anything. I think if I've, uh, you know, you like me? if I have a thing, I actually I do. Okay, Lisa. Good. Yeah, not will sometimes. I mean, right. I'm hot and cold with. Yeah. yeah, we have our <laughs> things, but it's. I'm okay with this because I really sort of don't see any better option. You can totally have a. We can totally debate Ricky, however you want to debate him. But he was sort of always going to be on that team. He's everybody's little brother. He plays nice. He sort of does the right thing. He can play with anybody. You know, should he or should he not? I don't know. He was always going to be on it. I think Kuchar was the lock. We talked about yeah. that last week, the lock. And I think J.B. Holmes probably snuck in instead of Jim Furyk under the gun is yeah. the way I look at it when I break down the three. Uh, so basically, Davis Love III added three guys who have combined for zero PGA Tour wins this season. And he led with Fowler, who just finished 58th out of 68 <laughs> players mm -hmm. at Crooked Stick. I assure you, when they created this calendar reformation a year and a half ago this was not how they drew it up correct that they thought they would have a player like Paul Casey like Adam Scott someone who has vaulted into consideration not just consideration but said you have to pick me based on how I've played over these first three correct. events and zero Americans not one person that. raised their hand and said you have to pick me. correct okay well that's big picture let's talk about these guys individually and I want to save Ricky Fowler because I think that that's Fine. kind of the, the hot <laughs> okay. button one but let's start with Matt Kuchar I think he was kind of the obvious pick um, yeah. Mr. Consistency. I mean, Kuchar's the guy, not only who you feel like can get the job done, but is such a great team guy and yeah. like he's a hell of a ping pong player. So that's yeah. important. There you go. How many points match, we get right? in the ping pong? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like Kuchar's the soft clay. He'll go whichever way you want him to go. Yeah. If you need him to, you know, be the team guy, he'll do that. If you need him to sit out a match, he'll do that. If you need him to go with the young guys, he can do that. Uh, so that's certainly an asset. He's more adaptable than perhaps someone like Bubba Watson, who was certainly in the consideration who might be a little more in his lane than Kuchar, who can go in a lot of different ways. But he, Kuchar has had a sneaky good season. What did he say? He said, I've had a really nice year, yeah. which is the most Matt Kuchar thing ever to Correct. say. Correct. Uh, but, you know, third place at, at Bridgestone, third place, uh, obviously the bronze medal at the Olympics, yeah. fourth the Memorial. 
he put up some solid numbers even though he didn't win. And you're talking about recent performances too. Correct. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what I Sunday think too. is the yeah. most important yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I agree with that too. It's a little bit of everything, you know, Mr. Consistency, but yet not playing terribly yeah. <laughs> recently. Yeah. And, and I think you put all that together and, you know, he's a Sea Island buddy and you mix all that into the nice little pot and it spit out Matt Kuchar. And I think, you know, we said that Ricky Fowler was always going to be one. Matt Kuchar really, truly was always going to be yeah. one, you know, and sneaking in for that bronze medal. Not that that put him over the hump, but that gave him a lot of exposure, gave him a little bit of confidence over these last couple of weeks, and it's pretty easy to see that. I have no issues with that one. Okay, and then you go to J.B. Holmes, and you think about his performance in team events. I know that he wasn't playing as well, but he seems to have picked things up just a bit. Plus, you go back to the last time the United States captured the Ryder Cup, and this guy was on the team 2008. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it kind of speaks to... I don't know who he is and, and what he's done, his success in the President's Cup. Those things matter, and recent success matters as well. Yeah, I think so. I mean, his, he does have that, that cachet of, of being on four different U.S. teams. The Americans won every single match or every right. single cup that he's played on. You know, given the record in the Ryder Cup, it's kind of an anomaly that he was on the one team that won. So that is a plus for him. I have a concern, two, two concerns, I guess. One, I don't think he was on this team without a fourth place finish this week and it goes back to when Phil was saying the picks are very clear I have a tough time believing that, that JB Holmes was a clear pick before this past week but the other part is coming off a third place finish at the open he was on the inside track and he really didn't need much to get over the hump to lock up one of those last eight he and he absolutely spit the bit correct three straight missed cuts he was shaking like a leaf at the Barclays mm -hmm. and that is that concerns me I, I, I I'm picking up what you're putting down I I think he was the late out I like I said earlier I think that Furyk kind of not making it to uh, Indy bounced him off yeah. and allowed the way you know paved the way for JB but I'm with you too you look at his record you know pre prior to this last week had missed five cuts in his previous nine events so you know, guys like Brandel Shambly, I hear them all talking about, you know, top fives and majors in the Masters and in the Open. I get that. But you know what? The Masters was a long time away. Yes. And since the so Open. So was Valhalla, by the way. Yes, a yeah. long, long time yeah. away. And the Open, not so far away, but immediately after, you're right, yeah. did absolutely nothing, was hitting it sideways. Now, has sort of found a little bit more form again. I think that, you know, he needs to send Jim Furyk probably a little Christmas card. Because yeah. if Jim Furyk <laughs> plays a little bit better, and Jim Furyk was an indie, I think that Furyk's on that team, and J.B. Holmes is hoping to play better at Eastlake for his chance. I think it's a sign that Davis Love wanted him on this team. And you mentioned the fact that he played well this past week, and, and it elevated his status. I think that it, it's, it speaks a lot. And, look, we, we could debate the differences between stroke play and match play, but there is obviously a huge difference. And when oh, you yeah. have a guy who, yeah. has, who has had that team success, mm -hmm. um, it does matter. And a little bit of recent form obviously helps, but his game uh, – I just like him as a match play player. I just yeah. do. I, I just yeah. I, I like him, and so yeah. Did last week at BMW help? Absolutely, it did. But I think that Davis was kind of pulling for him. All I'm saying is that when we're looking to include his his match play prowess from the 08 Ryder Cup, anytime you're including a team performance where you're on a team with Anthony Kim, that does not have as much <laughs> weight in the current day. Like when you play back that that clip, it's and there's just like it doesn't there's happen. AK. <laughs> I'm just saying it just, it's Anthony the only time Kim's, the U.S. has won Anthony in the Kim's last. It just shows it was a long it time just, ago. It was a lot. Well, I've been at Golf Channel almost three years. That's yeah. the first time I've ever made a, or heard an Anthony Kim reference. He was at, you, crazy. you roll it's back sad, the clip, right? Yeah, you roll yeah. back the tape. Yeah, oh, boo, boo, riding the oh man, those were the good old days. Oh man, let's go, Ricky Fowler. And look, I I love Ricky Fowler. He's great with the fans. 
He's fun. He has spirit. He's Mr. Yeah. USA. Uh, yeah, the head. mustache needs to go. But yeah. um, <laughs> yes, I don't know does. how you pick him. I don't. I don't know how you. I mean, and no offense, Ricky. I love you. You're great for the game. Um, but who? Who but instead then? How? That's the That's problem. The, who do you? Well, who do you take instead? Me. I take Bubba. Okay, well, I'll, I'll take uh, Bubba's. They're. Uh, they. Neither one of them are stellar. Yes. I mean, I, I think they're both the exactly. He is in yeah. the tour championship. Yeah, a few spots higher than a few spots higher than Ricky. Bubba's I get that. Bubba's won two majors. Yeah, but not. But that's not. That's not the same Bubba. The same Bubba now is not the same Bubba that won those two majors. I, I think. I, look, I, I mean, I didn't like either one of them. That's what. I, that's sort of what I. If we talked about this last week, is remember you asked me. We we asked who right. we were going to pick, and my answer was nobody. I didn't. I mean, exactly one week ago, I didn't like anybody. I mean, Kuchar, maybe. You would have just left it out. We don't yes. even need the picks. Let's just go no, with seriously, who we have. It was that bad. Just and it still kind guys. of is not great. The fact that Ricky Fowler could be on this team playing as badly as, as he has. But if it wasn't him, it would have been Bubba. And I have issues with Bubba, too. I think, uh, frankly, it's not a surprise that Ricky's on the team because I believe he was always going to be it. But I don't believe he should. I don't believe he deserves to be on this team. Nor do I believe that Bubba deserves to be on this team either. Now, Bubba still has a chance, I believe. He's clearly on the outside looking in. But he needs to ratchet it up pretty high at uh, at Eastlake. But I don't like either one of the guys. Yeah, I think when you look at Fowler, first of all, he got no credit for in terms of Ryder Cup for winning in Abu Dhabi. If he get, if he gets some sort of points for that yeah. win against a good field, he's probably on the team. He's within what three or four holes of at the Barclays of earning that last spot and bumping Zach right. to he, nine. He kind of gagged that. He did kind of gag that. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there playing devil's advocate since Lisa's ready to, to burn him at the pyre here. I still love the, the guy. The other thing nice is mustache. the other thing is that you have a lot of people in that room who want Ricky on the team. And That's I think that thing. when it comes to a team captained by a guy like Davis Love the third who does not want to cause waves, who does not want to go Nicholson against the green. having a lot of say. Yes, that there are plenty of people that are in his ear saying, bring Ricky on, Correct. we will win with him. I think that that helped. And I do think, remember, the, the last two times that Ricky's played, it was in Europe. This is the first time he's going to play on a U.S. home team. And I think that his intangibles with the fans, with all that stuff, is going to be exacerbated and he'll be more of an advantage. Good point. We can give our opinions. We will continue to do so. But let's hear what Davis Love III had to say about his captain's picks. Well, we looked at um, a lot of guys that are in the Tour Championship and some guys that aren't in the Tour Championship. And we got a long two weeks uh, ahead of us. Um, I'd say the players that are playing in the Tour Championship need to try to win the Tour Championship. and not think about Ryder Cup points. I think that's the biggest thing I've told several players is um, it's, not a, it's not a scoring contest at the Tour Championship for who gets the Ryder Cup pick. Um, I'm gonna talk to these 11 guys now. that We have 11. Um, we've got a game plan, a strategy, and we're gonna work on that the next two weeks and announce our pick next Sunday night based on what fits best for our team, not, not really who shoots the lowest scores in the last tournament. I don't know about you guys, but it almost sounds like he kind of already has the guy in mind. Um, you think so? Not 100%, sort of, not, but yeah, maybe 75, he, 80%. I think he has a guy yeah. that he would, if he had to pick right now, he's got a guy. Correct. But, but there are a couple others who could maybe, if that guy, yeah. whoever, everybody's got a guy. Yeah. <laughs> but if that no, you guy. you don't, because you don't like anybody. <laughs> That's true. Correct. Yeah, I don't have a guy. If, if, if his guy happens to finish 20th, and there are two or three others that win or finish in that top five, I think that that absolutely should sway him. I don't know if it will, but I think it was because you can't 
Look, you, you can't go at halftime of Sunday night football and pick a guy who finished 29th at East Lake. You just you just kind of can't do it, even if that's your guy and that's who you want. So it comes from the f pool of Justin Thomas, Gary Woodland, Ryan Moore, Kevin Kisner, Berger, Daniel Berger, and then Bubba if Bubba, Bubba happens to do something. I sort of think by Bubba not being picked now, I think it would have been easier to pick Bubba and then hold J.B. Holmes because you know that he's played well enough and almost no matter what he does, he justifies being on. Mm -hmm. I think by Bubba not being one of these first three tells me that he's on the outside looking in, which means he needs to play well. So I think Davis has a guy, but I think there's a pool of four or five that if they do something okay. stellar. Well, let's have, that, let's have that discussion. Who do you think that guy is? Who is his, his guy? Yeah. I think it might be like a Justin Thomas type. You think right now... I think, I think right now Daniel Berger has the inside that, that track for this too. whole thing. Yeah, I think it's Berger. Might, I think it's one of those young, that's like super young guys. I, I think, I think Berger played two. his way into the tour championship. I think that he's playing well. I think that he adds a little bit of youth and swagger. And that he, after the first three picks, was going pretty chalk. That's a way for him to go a little bit out on the limb. I think that he's got the inside and track. Maybe. And then you look at Justin Thomas, just because he is buddies with Spieth and with Ricky and you know, he's he's sort of shown up and played a little bit with Phil. And so there are guys that are already on that team that I know are buddies with Justin Thomas. And don't overlook that. That's the reason why Ricky's on the team in the first place, yeah. because he's buddies with the rest of those guys. So so isn't Justin Thomas. I think it is one of those younger guys. And Again, I think Bubba's on the outside looking in. But, you know, <laughs> so we were talking about right before we came on, there's a, there's a pool of four or five guys. One of them has to play well, right? At a field yeah, of 30, 30 guys. At yeah. a field of 30, one of, of a pool of five has to finish in like the top five somewhere and do something to, to, to raise their hand and say, hey, me, I'm the guy. Well, remember the last pick, this was all this is the Billy Horschel pick, right? And there and now and there's with, no Billy Horschel. There is no Billy Horschel this year. There's no one that's in a position even going into East Lake who who even with a win is going to say, I absolutely need to be on this team. Mm -hmm. The guys we're talking about are 14th, 16th, 23rd yeah. on the FedEx Cup, where they could win it the tour championship by a shot and they still might not win the FedEx Cup and you could you could wiggle your way out of not picking yeah. them. I'll be honest, I'm I'm glad that I'm not Davis Love the third because I have no yeah. idea which direction to go. I mean you, you mentioned Berger. You mentioned Justin Thomas. Um, yeah. The Americans are. And Bubba's still the seventh ranked player in the, the world. Last, the seventh last ten Ryder yeah. Cups. There's oh, yeah. a lot of pressure yeah. on Davis Love III to get this right. Okay, you guys mentioned that. So this is, and I know you talked about it last week, but now I get to join in on the, the conversation. Should the winner of the FedEx Cup, like the Billy Horschel pick, automatically get a spot. All right, so we, we got into this last week after uh, the red light went off. I heard. Here's, here's the thing. I'm not a mom. I'm getting we in. Get it's got to be, I think if there's a two-trophy person, they have to get the last pick. Now, we haven't had the FedEx Cup champion not win the Tour Championship since Tiger in 2009. Everything since 10, you've had the, the two-trophy two pose. This year, maybe it's, it's a little less likely in terms of it being someone who's not already on the team. But I do think that whoever it is, if it's Roberto Castro, if it's Gary Woodland, if it's Kevin Kisner, if you are standing there on the 18th green at Eastlake with both trophies in your hand, you get to book a flight to Hazeltine. I don't care. You're saying automatically. Automatically. With all due That's respect. That's the whole point of this pick. And it's with not a captain's respect, pick. There's no chance in hell. Yeah. Okay? It's there is no chance in hell of that happening. If Will McGirt... Or Roberto Castro win. First of all, it's 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 very difficult. It's very difficult for this to happen because in order for those guys to win, those top guy five guys have to play awful. Right, but I Bill mean, Haas, Bill Haas won from it's, it's happened, it happen. but they've yeah. kind of tweaked and gave a little more power to the top five guys. So, they're, they're the chances of it happening. But there is not if, if Castro or McGirt win. There is no chance for them to be on the Ryder Cup team. But I'm Absolutely. Just, no, there's zero. 
0% chance. What's less than zero? There is no chance that if Roberto Castro wins okay. that he's on the Ryder okay, Cup Okay, but team. It, look, even if, even if he's in none. the top five, and even if um, – should it, I'm, should it be an automatic, an automatic I'm thing? Just saying, I'm saying, no, he I, thinks it is because they've waited because you're not. Yeah. So, he, so he the whole that's point, the whole point of it being right. of weighing the pick. It's not a captain's pick. No, but what I'm saying, it's another automatic. Yeah, it's but another Davis, automatic qualifier. They all set. They set these rules, and Davis agreed to them to say, "Listen, we want this last pick to be Sunday night right. after the tour championship, right. so we can identify." the hot hand or whatever. But if you've got a guy sitting there and you've you've rejiggered your pick so that you have one ace up your sleeve and you've got a guy that has both trophies and has won the season long race and has won the last tournament before the Ryder Cup, it is very difficult from an optics perspective for me to say, no, I'm gonna take the guy who got drummed by six shots this week and let me add him. Well the guy like Ricky Fowler who who played off has played awful for basically this entire year is already on the team, all right? So, uh, but it, it, there's there's no chance of it happening because you, a guy like Roberto Castro, I hate picking on the guy because he couldn't be a nicer guy, but he's not going to win his first tournament, his first tournament ever on the tour, and then all of a sudden that night be heading to Minnesota. Right. It's just not going to happen. Now, I do think that of the pool of four or five guys, that if one of those guys wins or I don't want to say the best finish. You know, if Justin, right. you know, if Justin Thomas finishes third, but Gary Woodland finishes fifth, and Gary Woodland was his guy, then you know, I see Gary Woodland being able to get that last pick. He's just looking for some sort of a validation of of this group of guys that he has. But Roberto Castro is not in that group. I'm Will McGurn is not in that group, and there is nothing that they can do. At, at East Lake. If for Will McGirt wins by five shots, if he pulls like a Siwoo Kim at window and just cruises nope. to victory, no chance. Okay. No chance. Well, this listen. is not the USGA, which the US the, the champion of the US Amateur ends up being on the Walker Cup team oh. that year almost no matter what. It's not a... Again, it's, I'm, this just, isn't a, it, I'm, it, I'm looking at the big picture. I'm looking at the optics to say, all right, in 2014... You said optics twice, I did. by the way. It's a, it's I'm a counting it. That's it's a good word. 2014, <laughs> you don't have Billy Horschel, and you go and you get drummed in... Uh, Scotland, yep. and then you come here and you change the rules to specifically allow yeah. you to get the best guy yeah. at the last possible. But you minute. already said earlier that guy isn't that guy's not here. There is no Billy Horschel. We're to the point where we already know there's not going to be a Billy Horschel. Okay, there's not a quite as big of a case as Billy Horschel. I will give you that. But Correct. if Roberto Castro, let's run the Roberto Castro here. If he goes third and first, and again, if it's a convincing win by three or four shots, and all the cards fall in the right way. It's a cute it's, little and then story. They go, and then they go and lose, if they lose this match, without taking the FedEx Cup champion and the Tour champion. Sorry, Will. And your hair's grown like half an inch while you've made this argument. <laughs> I'm with Jay here. It shouldn't, it right, shouldn't. I'm not voted. I'm just saying it just shouldn't be an automatic qualifier. No. It, should, it should still be a pick. And yeah. there should be, I mean, sure, you know, Davis would have picked. Billy Horschel, if Billy Horschel was doing what Billy oh, yeah. Horschel did. But nobody's doing But nobody's that. doing if that. If Davis could pick 2014 Billy Horschel, he would. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> you want to say optics again? Just I'm good. I said it twice. We're cool. good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about DJ and his performance in the BMW Championship. Did he win a golf and, tournament. And, wow, uh, he just, Dustin Johnson, he continues to, to amaze me. And not just, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm more impressed with when he's winning and doing things like this. I'm more, I love watching the guy putt. There's something about, I mean, I like watching him walk. He just has yeah. that swagger, that rhythm, that tempo that you cannot teach. You, you absolutely cannot teach it. And there are very few players I remember in the history of the game who have had that just kind of impressive tempo. And he continues to just 
do incredible things. Yeah. And I th we're just seeing the beginning from oh, Destin yeah, totally. Johnson. This is a, this, I don't think any of this is a surprise. I think we may be a surprise that it hadn't happened sort of sooner. Maybe not this, this great. I mean, winning three times a year, it's not foolish to see DJ win three times a year for the next six or eight years. Now, to, to pull off a major in a WGC in a playoff event, that's some pretty – some some pretty big stuff, but it's fine to it's fun to finally see him be comfortable in his skin. Right now he's he's you know he's got Paulina and the baby. They're all everything's just sort of kind of coming together, and DJ's just kind of seems like he's at at peace with where he is in life, and it's sort of it, it's producing results at a at what is a scary level right now because when that dude's on, I mean you're talking about his putting, which absolutely, but I I mean. I just love sit, standing there on the range, just watching him flick his wrist and hit it 200 yards. I just, yeah. I just love, yeah. I just love sitting there watching him. Um, did that at the U.S. Open. Anywhere you go, just go sit on the range and watch DJ. That's and you're gonna get your money's worth. Yeah, Lisa, you mentioned the putting. It's a new putter this week. Yeah. And that just yeah. shows how much on autopilot he is. That he yeah. he took Jason Day's spider putter or whatever yeah. from TaylorMade. He's putting with it on the putting green, and then he goes to Austin's brother says, "Hey, you guys have this in black." And Austin goes and gets it in black, and they head to the first tee, <laughs> yeah. and it just rolls with yeah, it, and, and he makes everything in sight for four straight days, 23 under par. I mean, it's, it's amazing, as you said, when he's firing on all cylinders. We said this last week with Rory. We've said it a couple times with Jason yeah. Day this year. But when he's on, tough to beat. Let's go another hypothetical because you mentioned Day Jason Day. <clears throat> Excuse me. If he wins the Tour Championship, and we're talking player of the year here, mm -hmm. um, let's say Jason wins the Tour Championship. Yeah. So, I mean, so this, that would give him four wins this season. Yeah. yeah. Four yeah, wins, but, Tour Championship, FedEx Cup, and the players. I still vote for DJ. I think I do too. With three wins and a major. And I think a I do too. Yeah. Tough vote um, though. Yeah, uh, it, it's a tough vote, and it wouldn't be unanimous by any. We'll never know because we won't see the results. So that's for another show. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I think the major obviously puts him over the WGC, the playoff event. You know, Jason Day could win that and take it home. They each still will have, will have only won one playoff event. And, yeah. You know, is one better than the other? Sure, because you're taking home that much more money, but the field was better for the one that DJ won because there were more players. So whatever you can parse it however you want to, and it would probably be there would you wouldn't be wrong either way. But to me, I think it is clearly DJ just because the body of work. Just the top. The, I mean, there wasn't yeah. a dud. There was not a dud. Uh, all those wins were just studly, studly yeah. performances. Yeah, and he has been in the top ten, in the top five, way more often than even Jason Day, who has had a very consistent but, year. But Jason would have one more win. He still has a players. He has a WGC right. event. He would, right. have, you got Bay Hill. he would have is, the is Tour Championship. Yeah. 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 I, it's, again, it makes it, it makes it close. I still think before BMW that DJ had the edge with two wins at a major in WGC. Correct. And then if they each for, win one, it's yeah. still a push. Even with even with Jason Day adding the FedEx Cup, yeah. still not it's, enough. It's a tough one for me because yeah. I look at the – the players is the best field in, in golf. Yeah. Yeah. It is the best field. It's a, it's yeah. a much better and field. And the U.S. No Open is the hardest tournament to win. It's, well, it's a better field than the U.S. Open, though. I know, yeah, but, yeah. I, but yeah. I mean. I mean, you have qualifiers. You have amateurs. Yeah, you have. Still, you know I all still that, say right? The, I still say the U.S. <laughs> Open, according to the optics, is the hardest, hardest there we go. tournament to win. Trifecta. <laughs> so, okay, so I'm the only one going. I, I'm yes. not saying that I, I would really have to think about it, though. I don't think that it's – you said clearly – I don't yeah. think that it's clearly. I just don't. Yeah. I think the vote would be close. I think my personal vote would not be close. Yeah. I would go DJ without much I'm, hesitation. I can live with that. Okay. What yeah, about the favorite to win the FedEx it. Cup? You want to debate that? Because we're looking at the top five, um, the guys who Adam have the – Adam Scott. We have DJ, Patrick Reed, Adam Scott, Jason Day, Paul yeah. Casey are top five. One we of those talking, guys, whoever wins this tournament in that, in that top five, they're right. guaranteed. We were talking before that, that, that Adam Scott and Paul Casey have the FedEx Cup disaster scenario where they both – 
could theoretically win the, the FedEx Cup without winning a single playoff event, which has not yet happened in the FedEx it's, Cup era, it's but it's due. It's just been It has to happen. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. These, it has to happen one of these the years. So it's, it's been brewing. Maybe uh, this is the year. Um, I, I mean, there, there's a lot of guys of those top guys who have played well here. I mean, and, and it wouldn't surprise me if it's if it's any of those. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if Spieth runs up and wins this thing by three shots. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, you know, DJ. It, any of those, it probably would surprise me, actually, if Adam Scott or Paul Casey actually finally won. Wait till the entire year and then yep. go. But they are in the position for it to for it to happen, so I guess it's not crazy. I don't know about Jason Day and how he's feeling and, and everything, so he probably wouldn't be my 1A. But I wouldn't have a problem going with, like, DJ and Spieth. And, of course, if Spieth did win, um, you know, he needs a little bit of help. But it's not crazy to think that a guy who's seventh place could end up going up and winning. The other guys be just a little off and win. There are horses for courses, and... He's one of them. Yeah, I mean, it's been a few years. I think we got to go back to Haas and ten, or perhaps or Haas and eleven. I guess would be the last time we saw someone win from outside the top five in the FedEx yes. Cup. It's been a yeah. lot of chalk over the last few years, so that kind of leads. Seems you like to, it's kind of primed for that yeah. to happen. Yeah, it kind of leads you to someone. It, you know, make it interesting. You know, Patrick Reed is still playing well. DJ obviously comes in with a lot of momentum. It, it's tough to pick someone, even even just going down to six or seven. It's tough to take. I would take the top five over the field. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I don't know if you guys yeah. heard, but uh, Tiger Woods is talking about coming back. Oh. How about that? Where's our sound effect? We have no sound effect anymore? Yeah, yeah. we used to have that Tiger Roar oh. every time we... Uh, that's how, that's how long it's yeah, been. We, we retired. Every time we, we mentioned his name, there was just this big old roar that yeah. would come from the back. Those were the days. Working? Do we have yeah, the Tiger Roar? Just, uh, I don't know. Oh. It, might, it might be back in the boxes up in the attic oh. now. Um, it must have got cut in the budget. Tiger, tiger Roar, it's, our line item one. <laughs> It's, it's not guaranteed, which is why that says Tiger's plan, his proposed schedule. Um, hopefully right. for him and Hope the game of golf yeah. that we do indeed see him at the Safeway Open. Um, were you guys, I know that this was kind of on the horizon for a little bit, but um, surprised when you first heard that, that this was potentially Yeah, happening. I've been, for as, many, for as many no's as we've gotten, I was very surprised to get yeah. a yes. I feel like now I'm 20-year-old me on the dance floor again. Uh, but... <laughs> It's, yeah. it's Can we for, see that? We'll stop yeah, now. No, we're good. So it's. <laughs> I would not like the optics of that. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, for as, we've just spent the entire summer getting punted by one, you know, statement after another, saying there's no progress and no timeline, and now all of a sudden we get the green light and we're no ready progress. to go. So as as you know, whatever that was going to come, I think everyone assumed you were looking possibly at his event in December. Right. Maybe he was going to get right. a start before then. Maybe not. But uh, it's good to have confirmation, not of starts but at least of his hopes and intentions to play yeah and well look i know he's couching it in case he you know casey tweaks that back in the first round at safeway but all, all three are going to happen all right unless unless he really truly does injure himself and can't do it because you're not going to commit to the safeway unless you're in i mean you're, you're in all right if you're you're healthy enough last week to announce that you'd like to play you're going to play turkey he's going to collect a paycheck in order to play in turkey and check a box he's He's playing there. And then the last one is his event. Yeah. So he stands to gain by playing in his event, all right? So, again, I get the couching and all that stuff. I think that's more to, to, for us to sort of lower the expectations, to sort of tell us that he's not as healthy as maybe we think, he, that he wants to dip his toe in the water and see how it goes. But he's going to play in all three, and I love it. Uh, it you know, I hope there's a little bit of success. I don't know what that is. He's guaranteed to play four rounds in the Bahamas. He's guaranteed to play four rounds in Turkey. But what happens? What happens if he, what well, happens if he plays Safeway and it's, and it's you ugly? Hate to, well, yeah, you hate to say disaster, but what, 
Well, you know, you think of, you think about the or yeah, well, you think, think about the short game issues yeah, at yeah. waste management, and you think about that congressional yeah. when he dumped those balls in the water. I'm not saying look, it's obviously going to be a different Tiger Woods sure. in October when we see him. But what if? And I'm talking about for him. Forget everything else for him. Yeah. The mentality, this comeback. What does that do to him? I guess I'm sort of hoping that two days at Safeway can't be worse than what we've already seen in the last couple of years. The Memorial and. Phoenix and even the U.S. Open at uh, Chambers Bay was just brutal. You started to forget. I guess, about I'm, I guess that I'm just hoping that that it's not going to be that bad. I, I mean, I truly don't have expectations. You know, so you add those up. We're going to we're we're if he plays these three events, we're guaranteed to see him play ten rounds of golf yeah. from now to the end of the year, and that's a good thing. And hopefully so, twelve. Yeah, hopefully twelve. Yeah. So I guess I'm guess I'm hoping that it can't be that bad. And that we see just a little bit of success. What is what is that? I don't really know. But he is a victim of his own success and people are going to light him up no matter what it is. Yeah, I feel like these three starts are a package deal, that he's yes. looking at this. This is his preseason or yep. spring training or whatever. And, and this will set the tone for 2017. It really will set the schedule for how ambitious he might be going into the spring. You know, I'm sure he wants to play Tory. His foundation is now tied to the event in L.A., so yep. he would want to go back to Riviera. Yep. And, you know, you need to see how his body holds up and how his game holds up before you can really start penciling in those starts what, in early 2017. What is success to you all at Safeway? Because for me, him making the cut. I mean, I think that that, that would be a yeah. really, really solid yeah. good sign. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think that we should expect anything yeah, more either. or less. I mean, we should expect Tiger Woods, if he comes back, to yeah. be healthy and to, and to make the cut. Yeah, I, yeah and I, I almost don't even expect him to, to make the cut. But if he's within a couple shots of making the cut, I think, frankly, that that's success, and it hurts to say that about Tiger Woods, that, that being within a couple shots of making the cut is success, but it is to see him out on the golf course and walk again, make some putts, be able to get up and down in some tricky spots and, and be able to go after it off the tee, you know, to be able to see him just hit golf shots again. They don't all have to be great, yeah. but to see him hit a couple really solid golf shots in a couple rounds would be really pretty yeah. cool again. It, I, it's been a long time since we've seen this guy. I know. It's crazy. Uh, I do think that uh, Safeway is a soft landing spot for him. I was out at that event two years ago at Silverado. That is not a course where you need driver. There's four par fives. There's not a lot of water. The rough isn't too thick. I think it's a course that he can really kind of get kinda his like feet Wyndham. under him. Kind of like Wyndham. Yeah, that where he can get his feet under him, put up a 71-72 without breaking too much of a sweat, and then kind of go from there. So I think right. that, you know, there were a lot of factors that went into him choosing this event, but that's certainly one of them, that he's not – as we talked about over the summer, he's not coming off a big layoff and going to Sawgrass or Quail Hollow so or a course that's just going to yeah, it's just going to kick his teeth. I said in. it on <laughs> I said it on Central, and I thankfully didn't get in trouble. But um, I, I just think it's picking Napa. You know, you're in Napa. Why not make hey, it come back there? there. Yeah. Things don't go well. Just go to the winery, right? Exactly. You got uh, something to do on hey, the weekend if you have it off. Nothing wrong with that. Let's take a look at what's going on this week in golf. It's always busy. Does golf ever stop? Never. I mean, really, the ladies have. Nope. The fifth and final major, the Evian Championship, and then over on the European Tour, so much still happening. And uh, the Web.com Tour, we have the second of the four playoff events. Again, 25 PGA Tour cards on the line after those four finals events. So what are you guys looking forward to? We have the big race between uh, Area Jatanagarn and Lydia Ko for the Player of the Year yeah. for the ladies. So really a lot going on. They're still chasing the race to Dubai as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've got my eye on Boys Day. I'll be interested to see how uh, Bryson DeChambeau plays after winning yeah. that event. He's locked up his PGA Tour card. It'll be interesting to see if he's able to win that money race over these four events and get fully exempt, get into the players. I think that would be great for yeah. you know, golf, certainly good for business to have 
a, a player with his cachet yeah. kind of well, get that top And you spot. make a good point because it's not just getting your car, but now once you have it, they're playing for the, for the status. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was kind of forgotten there for a while. For as much hype and, and talk as there was of him back at the Masters and everything, he was kind of the forgotten guy there yeah, for Yeah, took a backseat to John Rahm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so for him to be able to jump back up there in the very first one and put his name up there, I think is pretty cool. But, you know. Anytime there's a major, I'm I'm watching, so it would be good to watch the Avian as well. Yep. Final thoughts? You want to get in like a fan? Roberto Castro <laughs> played at East Lake in college, went to Georgia Tech. It could happen. I'm telling you, it could happen. It will not happen. Yeah, and the Gators are going to win the national championship in football. They're going to beat North Texas. Oh, I'll tell you that much. Well, there you go. No. Nothing? Was, you're done? No, I'm, I'm good. I still don't like anybody. <laughs> Although, you did a fine job, Lisa. Well, you you guys, and I are cool. Okay, you and I are thanks. Cool. I'm back in the doghouse, though. <laughs> well, you all look really cute in your matching blue. That's all for us. Have a great Monday. <laughs> Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You can start your day off right when you find a professional on Angie to get your plumbing right first. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.